part two chapter ten of the friendship of christ by robert hugh benson this librivox recording is in the public domain part two christ in the exterior chapter ten christ in the average man as long as you did it to one of these my least brethren you did it to me matthew chapter twenty five verse forty we have seen that it is comparatively easy to recognize christ in the priest and the saint in the priest he sacrifices in the saint he is transfigured or rather transfigures humanity once more with his own glory and the only difficulty in recognizing christ in the sinner is the same as that which makes it hard to see him in the crucifix a difficulty which when once surmounted becomes luminous with a light which it sheds upon the divine character we have seen too that those who do not see christ in these types of humanity lose incalculable opportunities of approaching him and of apprehending the fullness and variety of that friendship which he extends to us but christ has even more strange disguises than any of these and that which is perhaps more strange than all is that which he indicates to us when he tells us that not merely this or that man in particular but the average man our neighbor is his representative and vicar on earth as fully though in wholly another sense as priest or pontiff number one he reveals this fact to us in the parable in which he describes his own return to judge mankind matthew chapter twenty five verse thirty one and following on the one hand he tells us stand the saved and on the other the lost and the only reason he actually assigns in this particular discourse for that eternal separation between the two companies is that those in the first have ministered to him in their neighbor and those in the second failed so to minister as long as you did it or did it not to one of these my least brethren you did it or did it not to me these then enter into life and those into death immediately we are puzzled by the apparent ignorance it would seem genuine and sincere ignorance of both one class and the other as to the merit or demerit of their lives both alike deprecate the sentence of acquittal and condemnation respectively lord when did we see thee hungry or thirsty or naked or sick or in prison we have never knowingly served thee say the one we have never knowingly neglected thee say the other in answer our lord repeats the fact that in serving or neglecting their neighbors they have respectively served or neglected himself yet he does not explain how actions done in ignorance can either merit or demerit in his sight but the explanation is not so difficult 
it is that the ignorance is not complete for it is a universal fact of experience that we all feel an instinctive drawing towards our neighbour which we cannot reject without a sense of moral guilt it may be that owing to ignorance or wilful rejection of light a man may fail to understand or believe the fatherhood of god and the claims of jesus christ it may even be that he sincerely believes himself justified intellectually in explicitly denying those truths but no man ever yet has lived a wholly selfish life from the beginning no man has ever yet deliberately refused to love his neighbour or to deny the brotherhood of man without a consciousness at some period at least that he is outraging his highest instincts christians know that the second great commandment draws its force only from the first yet as a matter of fact in spite of this it is perfectly certain that though some men fail for one reason or another to feel the force of the first no man has ever yet without a sense of guilt totally rejected the second for christ is the light that enlightens every man john chapter one verse nine it is actually the voice of the eternal word although his name and his historical actions may be unknown that pleads in the voice of conscience in rejecting therefore the claims of his neighbour a man is rejecting the claims of the son of man it is no excuse to plead ignorance as to the fact that the historical figure of christ demands our worship that is not the point it remains true that to neglect one's neighbour is to reject an interior impulse imperious and judicial which in spite of the man's ignorance as to its origin and as to its identity with the voice that spoke in judea for all that has a claim upon his sense of moral right pilate was not condemned for not knowing the articles of the nicene creed and for not identifying the prisoner brought before him he was condemned because he rejected the claims of justice and of the right of an innocent man to be acquitted he outraged incarnate truth because he outraged justice here then is an undeniable fact the man who does not keep the second commandment cannot even implicitly be keeping the first the man who rejects christ in man cannot accept christ in god he that loveth not his brother whom he seeth how can he love god whom he seeth not one john chapter four verse twenty number two now we have considered how comparatively easy it is to recognize christ under what we may call his more sensational aspects the very wandering admiration that we feel at the superhuman exploits of the saints the shuddering repulsion of which we are conscious in the face of the inhuman degradation of the more appalling kinds of sinners these are at the least 
an unconscious homage on our part to the divine image and presence within them manifested by the first and outraged by the second it is not so easy however to recognize christ in the average man any more than it is easy to recognize the divine will and guidance in humdrum circumstances how we ask ourselves is it possible for the unique to disguise himself under the ordinary for the fairest of the children of men to hide himself under the merely unattractive for the one chosen out of thousands to be concealed beneath the average yet if the love of our neighbour means anything it means exactly this christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me as well as in the heart of every man who never gives me a thought christ in the mouth of every man who speaks to me christ in every eye that sees me christ in every ear that hears me from the breastplate of st patrick the husband for example has to see christ in the frivolous wife who spends half her fortune and all her energies in the emptiest social ambition the wife has to see christ in the husband who has no idea in the world beyond his business on weekdays and his recreation on sunday the middle-aged woman living at home has to find christ in her garrulous parents and her domestic duties and her parents have to find christ in their unimaginative and unattractive daughter the benedictine has to see in every guest that comes to the monastery no less than his own adorable lord and master in our neighbour that is to say and in the average plane in which he and we move in the fort in the chariot seat in the ship we have to find him who inhabits eternity or we cannot claim to know him as he is number three to do this perfectly and consistently is sanctity to find him here is to find him everywhere if we find him here how much more easily shall we find him in the saint the sinner the priest the church and the blessed sacrament and there is no shortcut to sanctity two considerations however are worth remarking first we have to remind ourselves constantly of the duty and to remain discontented with ourselves until we are at least attempting to practice it for the very charms and allurements of what is usually known as religion have this extraordinary danger attached to them that we should mistake them for religion itself hardly any danger is so great as this in these times of ours when religion calls to its aid so many beauties of art and devotion we may go even further and say that actual god-given consolations given for our health may become to us an occasion of falling christ caresses the soul entices it and enchants it especially in the earlier stages of the spiritual life 
in order to encourage it to further efforts and it is therefore a very real spiritual snare that we should mistake christ's gifts for christ religiosity for religion and the joys possible on earth for the joys awaiting us in heaven in a word that we should mistake the saying of lord lord for the doing the will of the father who is in heaven matthew chapter seven verse twenty one continually and persistently therefore we have to test our progress by practical results i find it easier and easier to worship christ in the tabernacle do i therefore find it easier and easier to serve christ in my neighbor for if not i am making no real progress at all i am not advancing that is to say along the whole line i am pushing forward one department of my life to the expense of the rest i am not developing my friendship with christ i am developing rather my own conception of his friendship which is a totally different thing i am falling into the most fatal of all interior snares i find him in the shining of the stars i find him in the flowering of the fields but in his ways with man i find him not from mort d'artour by tennyson and therefore i am not finding him as he desires to be found second a second aid to this recognition of christ lies in an increase of self-knowledge my supreme difficulty is the merely superficial and imaginative difficulty of realizing how it is possible to discern the unique beneath the disguise of the average therefore as i learn to know myself better and learn therefore how very average i myself am and at the same time discover that christ still bears with me tolerates me and dwells within me it becomes easier for me to realize that christ is also in my neighbor as i penetrate deeper and deeper by self-knowledge into the strata of my own character learning afresh with each discovery how self-love permeates the whole how little zeal there is for god's glory and what an immensity of zeal for my own how my best actions are poisoned by the worst motives and yet all through that christ still condescends to tabernacle beneath it all and to shine in a heart so cloudy as mine it becomes increasingly easy for me to understand that he can with even greater facility lie hid beneath that exterior of my neighbor whom i find so antipathetic but of whose unworthiness i can never be so certain as i am of my own cleave the wood look down into your own wooden stupidity of head and you shall find me lift the stone wrench out that rocky senseless thing that you call your heart and i am there from the logia of jesus
and then having found christ in yourself go out and find him in your neighbor too end of part two chapter ten